It was always you. Bloopers. Hey, listen. I thought I would do one blooper reel with a bit of bonus talk at the end. Now, I've recorded the talk and actually just edited it, and it's half an hour long in its own right. I've just edited the bloopers and all of my extra commentary just from chapters 1 to 20. And that, again, is half an hour long in its own right. So I kind of gotta cut this somewhere. So you are getting probably three blooper reels. One chapter 1 to 20, one chapter 21 to 40, one for the what-ifs, and then the talk at the end. It's kind of not surprising when you record for 60 hours that you've got a lot to say on the side and a lot of things going wrong. And I don't think I've ever put so much time into a blooper reel. Anyway, this is the first. There will be more. I hope you enjoy. Bloopers, number one. How on earth do you say that name? I need to ask them. Chapter one. Get back in my life. Get back, get back in my life. No, I need a summary first. Summary. Still need to read the name of the author, don't I? I asked yesterday what it was and now I have an idea and I hope I'm getting it right. It was always you, by M. L. Trafray. Trafray. By M. L. Trafray. By M. L. Trafray. Trafray. M. L. Trafray. M. L. Trafray. Trafray. Fry. Free fry. Trafray. Trafray. Anyway, one of these will do. I think I need to come up with something to note where something happened in the past. Maybe I can overlay like a, like a very low level, like buzz in the background or something like a static. I think I will need that because in the text is simply italics, but you can't hear that, can you? So it needs to be made clear. And actually, it, I did do it in the text, like I gray underlaid it so I knew essentially that I could copy the copy paste the, the audio to the other chapters but still anyway I need message noises for both of these because I don't think the direct text translation will work I noticed the thing that confuses me in the script in the original script and also in what I've done the sections are headed with curly cues around an A or a C and I always read the A as Anthony, but the A stands for Aziraphale because there's a C for Crowley. So I read both of them as Crowley, which makes no sense. But because in this fic, the name of Aziraphale is not Aziraphale, it's Ezra, so it should be an E. But if it's A and C, it's either Anthony or Crowley in my head. It's not Aziraphale because I'm so tuned into Ezra, because otherwise I keep saying Aziraphale, which is shit. So yeah, this is a uh, not ideal. Ezra? Ezra? <clears throat> now what does Clorney sound? Clorney sounds like, like he always does. I get him right. What? 
Anathema device. Anathema has a Spanish accent. And as I learned, Spanish is like a staccato, so it's always the same syllable length. So in essentially it is faster. Um, it has a rolling R. And and it only it only uses five vowel sounds. A, E, E, O, U. So everything I use should be replaced with this. It uses R, which should be easy for me since I am German. And what else? Ye instead of Y. But I can do that. I can do with or without. That's probably okay. Let me do a little bit of a test run. Anathema. Anathema has 13 pages. Chapter 3. Right. Warlock. Warlock is a child. He needs to sing, sound, sound a bit, bit shy. Warlock is shy because he is much, much less forth, forthcoming than, than Adam. So he has a, a, a slight little stutter. Not, not so much that he would have to get treatment for, but, but, but a little bit. Like, like he's very, very shy and he talks a little bit slower than that. So, so, and very softish and, and tiny little bit higher, but not too high because Adam will be much higher. So, so he sort of always always talks with a little bit of a pout in his lower lip like like this and like he's 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 always a little bit doubting like like a bundle of anxiety in a very young age chapter three a e e o u james what would james sound like james must be hissy and a bit businesslike businesslike and hissy and and like the asshole dad of Crowley he doesn't have to sound like Crowley because he's not actually his dad hiss he talks through his teeth that's what he does he talks through his teeth Erica Crowley Erica Crowley chapter five Newt Newt speaks very lowly and a bit fast and he has a slight stutter when he's very nervous especially when he speaks to anathema okay so gabriel is overly pompous he is always broad and open he's american he rolls his r's he he is like yeah i can't describe what he's like he's obnoxious so he always is not quite as bad as sandalfon but but you know he's he's the same caliber in principle, though he's kinda here, just a little more presumptuous. And he's in my natural pitch. I need to remember he is in my natural pitch. Just more pompous and open and yeah, Ezra, hello, hello, darling, how are you? That sort of thing. Oscar. So this is Oscar. Oscar needs to sound very deep, and I think he talks very slowly and very softly. Not like Anthony, who's always a bit of a snarl, but low. A tiny little bit of a whisper, almost. And occasionally he may have a bit of a Scottish accent, but I'm shit at that anyway, so we'll see. But he lives in Edinburgh for a good chunk of this, so... Never mind. I think he talks British and low. I think low is really... His voice is supposed to be surprisingly deep, but if I try going that deep all the time, I probably kill my vocal cords. 
Anyway, here goes. Oscar, chapter 9. This is bad timing. <sighs> My love of a husband is now using the shower and I have to wait until the boiler switches off again. And I want to remember what Oscar sounds like because I think I like this voice. But this recording is going to be an hour in and of itself because Oscar has 12 fucking pages of dialogue. The only person I think who talks more, aside from Anthony and Ezra, is Gabriel, and I'm not doing him separate because I hate him too much. Anthony! Anthony! Well, he has to have a bit more of a... How would Tony sound? Anthony! No, he, he can't be so posh. He must be less posh than Erica. Anthony. Lucas. Lucas is easy because Lucas is always just going to be my version of Lucifer. Hello, my name is Lucifer Morningstar. I'm the devil. Of course I am the devil. You don't believe me, but doesn't mean I'm not. Detective, detective. Chapter 15. Hello. She said, a bit too sultry for her to have seen the caller ID before answering. Hello? 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 Someone of the, one of these will do. Right, this is Richard. He's... A kind man. So he's probably a little bit soft. But also a little bit joking, especially with Oscar. Soft. But not too soft, not too female. Richard. How was Edinburgh, sunshine? Gabriel asked, plopping down next to Ezra on the bench, outside in the common area. Yes, I know it's Edinburgh, but Gabriel doesn't, so for him, as an American, it must be Edinburgh. I need the scene from the actual Pride and Prejudice film. YouTube to the rescue. There. Darcy declares his love. Yes, but it was a very romantic Thing. 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 Romantic thing. Updating him. Update him with... Update him. Up, update... Update him how it went with Lucas. Is it wind wound or wind wound? Wound. Yeah, but that has the wrong context. Now, which is the proper... Wound. 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 I actually need to look up the grammar for this one. Wound. I think wound is the right one in this context. This is Crowley, not Beer. His serpentine eyes were wide, sad and scared. Is it serpentine or serpentine? But the look of it... Long and sleek and not of the era, made it, would have made it stick out. 
made it stick out. And that's why I should have reread the script, because it's full of errors like these. But I didn't want to read 700 pages a third time before I started recording. So here we go. Having probably been put the, having probably put them back on, having probably put them back on to order to. Having probably been put. Having probably been put. Having probably put them back on. This this grammar not compute. His sunglasses were perched on top his top of his head, having probably put them back on to order and removed them to a point when he returned. His sunglasses were perched on top of his head, probably... Yeah, that is right. It's not make-believe, it's make-a-dig that someone believed. Anyway. I spent a holiday last year in a castle in Ireland and I always envisage the Crowley Mansion as this castle because it just has the wings and it has the huge massive stairs. I think I'm going to post some photos of that mansion at some point just so you can you can see what I see when I read this. That might be nice. I have no idea how to nail an American accent and I think that's because my own accent is ever so slightly pitched toward American. I'm as British as I can be, but I don't necessarily always know which is the British original pronunciation, and that makes it tough to sound different. As is there anything I can do? <clears throat> Natural pitch. It's a little bit of an inconsistency here that they first that they chat so extensively at the interview, because my I would have thought Crowley only just offered her the job randomly on the street while they were chatting there, but never mind. Bad as I can. Crowley sang. Ooh, you make me live now, honey. It's really hard to sing out of key when you can't exactly remember what the key is supposed to be. And then once I remember, it will be hard to not hit it to the best of my ability. Anyway, you've heard me sing before. Head, half bowed. Head, half bowed. Is it bowed or is it bowed, for fuck's sake? There's something missing here. Fuck. No, that's just missing. Just missing it. Period. Likely, less likely. This doesn't make sense. With only their gym jams. What the fuck is a gym jam? I will bet pyjama pants, but... What? I've never heard that word. Gym jam. Yeah, that must be an American thing. Jim Jam is slang for a state of nervous tension, excitement or anxiety. Yeah, I, th I hope they are wearing more than that. So it's pajamas. It's not pajama bottoms. That's something. Quite! Ezra retorted. That's Ezra, not Eliza. I just thought... A heartbeat. Oh, fuck. He's not crying. Why am I crying? A heartbeat passed, then another. Trying, trying, try, trying, trying, trying. It's not a hard word. I don't even know him. Ezra retorted with a scoff. What is a scoff? This doesn't make sense. <laughs> I don't even know him. 
I really couldn't get excited for sushi either. I'm very much with David Tennant there. Might at least cook the bloody stuff. You know that video, right? I'm gonna link it. It's awesome. Yes, it was Ezrath. Yes, it was Ezrath. Yes, it was Ezrath. 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 Yes, it was. Yes, it was Ezrath. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yes, it was Ezrath's. It's not fucking hell. Oh, fuck. Here, Ezra. I need to look up what Erica is like because this is Erica and not Ezra. Well, if you're going to call me something other than my name, at least it's not Brad. I have a friend who's called Brad. Well, really, she's called not Brad Pudding, but Brad is a nice name. Nothing wrong with Brad, though I admittedly it would sound weird here. He'd never really gotten around to putting anything up on his walls, his bookshelves being the biggest user of wall space. I can so relate to that. My house is packed with bookshelves and I have nowhere to put my fucking sofa on the wall because the bookshelves take all of the wall. Yeah, it it sucks. I need a bigger house or less books, but has that ever been an option? Saw the advertisement in the paper, applied, got it in one. But that's not true. That's not how it happened, at least not according to what's later in the book, because he got the recommendation from the job form from his horticulture professor. So, yeah, I don't like when stories don't line up. Fuck's sake. Can't snap. With gloves on. I have no idea. No idea who this is. Probably still Ezra. Um, what the hell do you... Um, okay, this... Fuck, this is Clara. What does Clara sound like? <laughs> I don't know. Um, what the hell do you think you're doing? And only hating himself a little bit for it. A little bit for it. <coughs> for it. <coughs> for it. Because Ezra was about to go as bloody Sherlock Holmes or Oscar Wilde. Both would have been perfectly suitable. Her bow, her bow, laughing. Her bow, laugh, bow, bow. Her bow laughing. No, not any. No, not an angel anymore. You took my halo. Who would not want to go to Oxford? It's the most beautiful city and university in the world. Can I just say Oxford doesn't have a campus? That's not how Oxford University works. The entire city is the university and the city simultaneously. When you go to Oxford and you ask someone for the route, for the way to the university, they will laugh at you and then send you to the one administrative building that's not worth looking at. So don't do that. The building is awful. And it's a joke that you won't get because you're asking the wrong question. Oxford is littered with colleges. 
They're individual buildings, some small, some very large, some a lot larger than you think they are because they extend so far back behind their high walls. I would love to know which colleges Ezra and Anthony are in because there's absolutely no guarantee they are in the same when they apply. When you apply for an undergrad at Oxford University, you apply with the college. When the college takes you, you get a space. When you apply for a postgrad, you apply with a department. And if they take you, you get a college space, assigned somewhere. You can only get college spaces in colleges that have tutors for your course. So given that Anthony reads business and horticulture later on, and Ezra reads English, I might just look up which colleges do both of these courses because otherwise they would never be in the same dorm. Because for undergrads, dorms are organized by the colleges and they have to be in the same college in order to be in the same dorm. Now, this is an extensive whatever rant this is. I've lived in Oxford for a couple of years. I love the city and the university is an amazing institution, but it is not a university that has a campus. There are multiple different campuses. Campi? What's the plural of campus? Dotted around the city for the different departments. You will have like a science campus where you have biology and chemistry and physics. And then you have an artsy campus that has like the languages and the I don't know, sociology and so on. But but you don't have one campus. The city centre and part of the outskirts is littered with buildings that belong to the university in one capacity or another. Most of them belong to the colleges, not the university itself. But you don't have, like, one central piece where you go. There is no campus. Okay, let me just clarify. I'm sorry. I love Oxford. Go there if you can. Look at all the colleges. Most of them take visitors, some of them for payment, others not. And if you have a, if you happen to have friends who have studied there, it's always easier to get in with people who've been there who are alumni because they have a much easier access anywhere. And they know all the best places. There's this tiny little hidden bench from which a park that overlooks Radcliffe Camera. I think it belongs to, was it Merton College? It's one of the college gardens, one of the ones that's not accessible. But if you ever get a chance to go there, it's beautiful. Also wear proper shoes because the cobblestones around the camera will hurt your feet otherwise. It's one of few places I would never want to walk barefoot. And that's not for all of the glass shards littered about because all of the students get drunk and smash stuff. That's because the stones themselves are really painful. Anyway, rent over. Go to Oxford. Honestly, I haven't followed football ever. Not when I was in Oxford and not when I wasn't. But I think you're more likely to find that kind of brawl in the Oxford-Cambridge rowing match but that happens in London where they row down the River Thames it's no just I have never seen a football brawl in Oxford ever not to say it doesn't exist but I don't think you get that type of audience and I don't think Oxford and Cambridge are that extensive on a football field like they have a rivalry yes 
but it's much more, shall we say, posh than football. Anyway. He hadn't realized he'd thrown on his Oxford sweater to go get a nibble, something he would normally never wear outside of his dorm and only as a sort of lounge top. He had standards, after all. He wouldn't have an Oxford sweater, he would have a sweater for his college, because that's what most students do. There are Oxford sweaters, they are mostly bought by tourists. Or they are part of gimmicks that the university gives away for people who volunteer. Anyway. Oscar had surprised him, taking the train down and planning a wonderful picnic at the Oxford Botanical Garden. I'm not certain you're allowed to picnic in there. Anyway. We've sort of made a tradition out of it. As soon as it's warmer and not too terribly rainy, we make a day of it. You can't spend an entire day at the Oxford Botanical Garden. It's not that big. It's beautiful, yes, but it's not that big. And you just walk there because it's right in the city centre. Anyway. There are about 50 libraries in Oxford, and the one you would most usually pick is, as an undergrad, is the one attached to your college. And then there's the Bodleian, which is the alternative, but Oscar wouldn't even get in there because it's not public. Anyway. Asking about beautiful, romantic spots around Oxford that Oscar might not have known about. Really, you would have done this in the university parks because they are the most beautiful nature spot in Oxford. And you can have a picnic there. And the trees, honestly, you've never seen trees like it and you never will again. I w nobody would ever go to a dirty tattoo parlor if they had the chance. The chance, the, the possibility of infection is way too high. You don't want that. Every tattoo parlor needs to be clean. Every tattoo parlor I've ever been in has been clean. Tattoos are not a dirty thing. They're beautiful. Anyway. Joining Ezra's little stack of books with its teacup was a pair of white wings with a halo floating over top. You can't tattoo in white. There is no white tattoos. There is white ink, but all that does on white skin or pink skin is look like scar tissue. So you can essentially create scar tissue, but you cannot have a tattoo in white. That is not how it works. I've tried. My husband's the same with every tattoo I get. Six now. One, two, three, four, six. And I want a really big one next and he's going to hate it, but he's going to let me do it. Well, not that I would let him prevent me, but I mean, it's my body. That's what I say and that's what he says and we agree on that and that's how tattoos should work. I'm going to have to wear them and look at them for the rest of my life. He can look at them for the rest of my life if he considers staying my husband that long. But um, it's my body. It's my choice. Like with so many other things. Right. It's too warm in here. Which is funny because the heating is out. Yeah. Move my mic. The heating is out. 
And it's cold out. It's awful weather. But nevertheless, it's hot and I'm recording topless because otherwise I'll be melting. There were... For fuck's sake. This is why I prefer to record when I'm alone in the house. Because then I have control of all the sounds. Uh. Ich kann keine zwei Absätze aufnehmen, ohne gestört zu werden. Do dry in here. Fuck. Guten Morgen. Ich bin mitten in einem Kapitel. Unten steht ein Ei für dich. Ja. Ja, ich weiß, ich habe noch eine Seite. Kannst du bei eine halbe? Kannst du bei dir die Tür zu machen? Dann versuche ich das irgendwie noch kurz durchzubringen. Danke. And that bond was only gr and that my bad. Four more pages. Well, it's going to be fine. And then I want to eat. I'm starving. This is what you happens when you're caught two, two and a half hours before breakfast. But my voice is best in the mornings and I read so much more flawless in the morning. So it's just totally worth it. And Harps is out of the house so I can record all I want and moan and scream and do whatever and he won't switch on the warm water and the boiler with it so I have to wait and won't be clapping about in the kitchen with anything. So yeah, any frame in it is mine. One day I want a recording studio in a cellar with no windows and no fucking motorcycles. Oh fuck. 5th of November and there's fireworks outside. It's not even 7. Let me finish my chapter. I'll try finishing this section. Yeah, I'm gonna stop here. <laughs>